All right, guys, okay. recording in three, two, one. What's going on, Medsters? As promised, another episode a week after the last one. We're going to stay consistent with this. Mm-hmm. It's our promise. It's our New Year's resolution. Mm-hmm. We're not going to name the episode that, though, this time. Sorry about yeah. that, guys. Anyway, so today I think, you know, it's the perfect time to talk about health and wellness. You know, we're all halfway through the cycle at this point, a little bit. You know, some uh, might have hurt things back, some might have not, you know, and it is a very anxious and stressful time for many. In general, you know, and it's not only going to be during your application cycle, this whole journey, the whole path, whether it's through the MCAT, through primary, secondaries, even after you get accepted to med school, it's very stressful. Being a doctor is not easy, as many of us know, and every single doctor can vouch for it. So uh, we're going to be talking about some strategies we use, um, how to to essentially deal with those moments, how to recognize you're going through a stressful time, because sometimes people like to... You know, including myself, like I, I don't include, like, uh, recognize it, and I just kind of push it away. But we're going to talk about strategies, how to deal with it, and how to preserve your mental health and wellness. So let's kick it right off the bat. Yeah, I think I'll get it, get it rolling. I think the most important thing to, <clears throat> you know, always keep in mind throughout this cycle, I know it's really hard to not focus on the end goal and, like, am I going to get in? When am I going to hear back? Just... Just be present. Focus on today. Take it a day at a time. Don't be checking your email every 20 minutes because that's not going to help you at all. Even though, like, I'm literally a hypocrite. I check my email (laughs) at least every 20 minutes if I get the chance. I remember one time I was at work, Mm -hmm. and I I didn't have a chance to go on my phone. And I was, like, itching. Like, I needed to check my phone. Like, I wanted to see if there was an email or something. And... I finally got it. I went to the bathroom and checked my phone. <laughs> <laughs> you gave into it. Uh, teacher, can I use the bathroom? <laughs> so, uh, Noda, just a question to you. So yes, what's sir. something that at least you do that, how do you recognize that either you're going through a really stressful patch of time or you notice in a friend that they're going through some time really stressful? What are the kind of telltale signs that you have noticed, at least from your experience? Um I think it kind of harkens back to what Ninos was saying about being present. Uh, I notice that sometimes when I'm detached, uh, like, for example, let's say I'm hanging out with my family or something, but I'm really not, like, enjoying myself and I'm thinking about other things, I kind of catch myself in that moment and I'm like, why am I doing this? There's nothing I can do in this moment besides kind of relax with my family and kind of take a mental break before I go back in, do whatever I can. Um, So... Just when I feel my thoughts wandering and stuff is when I really like feel it. And one of the best ways for me, speaking of family, is just to keep my family involved with whatever's happening. So anytime like I get like some update, let's say I throw it in the family group chat and I just keep everyone up to speed with what's happening, even when it's like a bad news kind of thing. Uh, because it just I think bottling everything up is not uh, an effective way to deal with anything for the uh, entirety of the duration of the cycle so um yeah just uh even besides family just friends too uh, i'm sure my friends are sick of hearing me talk about um med school and like what i should be doing or like what's going to be uh coming in the horizon but <clears throat> annoy them they're your friends for a reason uh so yeah i just think uh not being alone is if you have someone to talk to uh i think that's the best way to go for me 
Yeah, I 100% agree. And kind of going off like the getting into your head thing and also banking off what Nino said, it's very key to be in the present. At a certain point, you know, you gave it your all. You gave it your best shot. You did everything that you knew how to do. And hopefully, you know, you tried your best, which is exactly what we're looking for. In life, all you can do is give it your best shot. Everything else, in that sense, it's out of your hands. Whether an admissions committee reaches out to you or they don't or they do and it doesn't work out. Or shit, maybe they do and it works out even better. That's kind of out of your hands. All you can do is prepare. All you can do is control how you react to certain news. But you can't control every single event. You can't control when admissions going to reach out to you. You can't control that. It's out of your hands. You did your best. It's okay. Give you your best shot. Be in the moment. You know? I know it's way easier said than done, but you can't always stress yourself out and let yourself go in that wretched loop of constantly what's going to happen tomorrow, the unknown, because it's really the unknown that scares us. You know, we don't like to admit it, but it's that unknown, the feeling of I don't know what's happening next. I don't know what the next chapter is going to bring. But you have to understand that that's a normal part of the process. That's life. It's supposed to be hard. It's not supposed to be easy. If it feels easy. Everybody would do it. And shit. Everything in my life that I've done that's worth anything has been difficult. And I'm sure that you two could agree, probably. Yeah. I don't remember doing something that was really easy that was actually very, like, a real achievement. Everything, whether it was graduating, you know, whether it was completing the MCAT, for example. All these, like, challenges that we've you know, overcome were very difficult. It's supposed to be hard. Don't forget that. It's not supposed to be easy. This is normal, natural. It's part of the process, and it's a part of life. You have to do your best to embrace it, in a sense. What about you, Ninos? What are the kind of the telltale signs for you that either you or someone you know is going through a very stressful time? What are the kind of things that you notice about it? Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, sometimes, a lot of times, just like Nori said, going, being open with your family and friends. Because a lot of times when a lot of people, when they're stressing out and worried, they just keep it to themselves. And don't really like to share it personally. Like, that's how I do it, how I deal with it. But just stressing out about decisions. At the end of the day, like, you've done that interview. There's no point in thinking about, oh, on my seventh MMI scenario, I messed up and I paused for 10 seconds. Like, do you think I'm going to get rejected, Rafi? But, like, there's no point in stressing about how well or bad you've done because, honestly, nine times out of ten, you definitely did better than how you think because we're all, we're always, like, our worst critics of ourselves. So you're always going to think you did bad or you could have done better or you could have said something better. But at the end of the day, just like Rafi said, you prepared for it. Make sure you do that preparation that you needed to. And once you do that interview, once you finish, it's a relief. And don't worry about your decisions coming, when they're going to come, if they're going to come, is it going to come next month? Let me just scour the SDN forums to see what happened last year, even though, like, mm -hmm. I, I literally do that. Mm -hmm. um, <clears throat> you know, um, just you just got to wait and see. And life is better when you're not stressing about the future, if you're going to get a decision or not. Because it's just, it ruins your current mood, it stresses you out, gives you anxiety, and... Over that's something not how you that's out of live. your hands. Yeah, in a sense. at the end of the day, if it's out of your hands, it's out of your hands, and you literally have no control. Us humans, we always want to be able to have control over everything, and unfortunately, that's just not how life is. There's only a few things you have control of, and those things you should take control of. You have control of, you know, how you wake up. You have control of how, for the most part, what you're going to do today. 
you have a control you don't have control of what events happen but like i said before you do have control over how you react to them um kind of going off like the science stuff like the first kind of what both you and Norad, uh, Ninos and Norad were touching on is the first things that I notice in others and in myself is the detachment, the kind of secluding myself, just staying in my head, mm-hmm. not talking to anybody and just constantly going through scenario after scenario, overthinking. That's the number one thing. And that, that keeps you up at night. If you keep going with it, you just keep going with it and fall into that loop. Don't let yourself fall into that loop. I know all of this is easier said than done. Uh, maybe we can talk about some strategies of how we deal with those kinds of moments how do you deal with the unknown how do you deal with not knowing in a sense distraction Uh, yeah uh that's obviously you know the best one uh but i think distraction is also temporary and like for me it's like i can distract myself by like hanging out with my friends but most of the time i'm thinking about like damn i have to go back home and be with my thoughts again you know so it doesn't allow me to fully kind of uh be present um but one thing i like to do i mean it's not like a thing i do it's just like a conclusion i've came to is that uh like your emotions are valid and your logic is kind of independent of your emotions so um this is kind of weird but i talk to myself a lot and I kind of just coach myself with using my logic. And when you talk to yourself, do you answer back? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, no, no, but like... That was a joke my grandpa always says. <laughs> whenever you're like feeling down, let's say, as long as you can like make kind of... Like as long as you're aware that this is like temporary kind of and like in the longer and you'll, you'll be okay then I think that's like the best realization to come to because it kind of just like, it not only validates your emotions, but it also like gives you yourself like a sign of hope that it's going to be fine. And at the end of the day, uh, there's just like saying, I like uh, you can take control by surrendering control. And at first it's like confusing, but when you look at it, you surrender control, uh, your belief of control and the things that you truly can't like control. So, for example, like you were saying, interview decisions, if you're aware that there's nothing you can do at this point and you kind of just come back to reality for a little bit with that, uh, then you can take control on other aspects of your life and find happiness. So I like that. There's also another saying, um, smooth seas do not make good sailors. And it kind of goes back to what Rafi was saying. If uh, if, if what we were doing uh, was easy, then everybody would be doing it and it uh-huh. wouldn't be as satisfying. So just take pride in knowing that you know you're doing great and it just sucks because you're like you're in the middle of it but as long as you're aware of the end goal and kind of just reminding yourself and keeping yourself in check uh, i'm all for like talking to yourself and coaching yourself definitely kind of jumping on that too you know a way of talking to yourself it's not necessarily talking but writing you know it's something that's so typical and cliche but i do it all the time and whenever i'm going through good times and bad i sit down and i write down what i'm thinking what i'm feeling and in a weird way when you write it down you make it real and you deal with it you'll come up with such interesting revelations that you know deep down were there but you don't actively think about it but somehow when you start writing it comes out and things make sense this always happens all the time like for example i was writing what was it two nights ago reflecting just on the cycle so far and everything and just in in life in general 
and there's a lot of anxiety there's a lot of unknown and there's a lot of like kind of like playing that push-pull game with your head of trying to figure out what the heck's going on and there's a couple of things that i realized number one you're gonna have to take that energy and you have two choices you know that energy that anxious energy that stressful energy you have two choices that you can do option one is sit down do nothing pity yourself feel bad about yourself and just do nothing just curse the world curse yourself why is nothing working out my way? You know, I have misfortune. That's option one. And that's generally what most people, including myself, that's the first thing we do when we go through and we hit a hurdle in life. Mm-hmm. What we forget to realize is there's always option number two. It's always there. Our ego won't let us see it, but it's there. And option two is get up, dust yourself off, look back and think about, okay, what went wrong? What went well? What can we learn from it? Now, this is a lot easier said than done, but you have to be able to detach from your feelings for a moment and think what went well, what went wrong, and what are we going to do moving forward? Reanalyze, gather yourself, and strike back harder. Put that energy into striking back harder. You're going to fall down. That's a promise. It's a guarantee in life. Um. Sorry, I just want to chime in because what, everything you were saying, uh, it reminds me of this song by Nat King Cole called uh, Pick Yourself Up. And there's this like verse that says, nothing's impossible I have found for when my chin is on the ground, I pick myself up, dust myself off and start all over again. And if you have that attitude, then that, that guy stole it from Rafi. <laughs> <laughs> I know he did. Uh, but kind of going off that, so it's, it's not about falling down because you're going to. Yeah. It's going to hit you. Life's going to hit you. If you've never fallen in your life, then you haven't been challenging yourself and you're not really living. It is a part of life. It's natural to fall down. It's natural to feel those feelings of what the heck is going on. Why is this happening to me? That's all your ego. Mm-hmm. It's about getting back up. It's about dusting yourself off, thinking about what went wrong. Or maybe nothing went wrong. Maybe just life. That's okay. What can you do better? What are we going to do about it? What are we moving forward with? And put that energy and put it into something good, worthwhile, doing something good for people. Put it into work. Put it into school. Put it into research. Put it into an experience, something that you're using that energy and putting into and creating something positive around you. And naturally, life has its way of recognizing that and it will pay it back. Mm -hmm. It will work out. Because really, what's the worst that's going to happen? You don't get into med school? What's the worst that's going to happen? The very, very worst. You supply again. You try again. If yeah. this is what you really want to do, then you will try again. You have to go in with the I will not give up mentality. I don't believe in failures. I think there's only one true failure. That's giving up. Everything else is an attempt. And, you know, forget all that. Oh, oh, I feel like a failure, I have to apply again, that's another year, like, I'm not making money, that's another year behind, I feel, you know what, like, don't let the outside noise of what people think, or what you think people are going to think, affect you, like, I mean, at the end of the day, if it's really what you want to do, and you apply again, and you get, you're going to be a doctor if you get in, so, what does it matter? We can, like, relate to that uh, firsthand, you know, with the whole community college route, we applied at a high school, didn't get where we wanted to go and then literally uh you know went have to, to pick ourselves up again mm-hmm. yeah and, and at first it does feel kind of like you're a failure yeah, yeah. but Definitely. uh you know we came out of it and we enjoyed every second of community college and i would not change and we anything. even got a friend out of it <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Raphael. hello everybody yeah so like 
you know, in in the moment when we initially got rejected out of high school, it seemed like our like the world was crumbling around us or whatever. Um, but then we went through Pierce, kind of got a second chance, and you know, yeah, I'm mm-hmm. glad everything happened the way it did, and I wouldn't change anything about it. So it honestly worked out in our favor. Yeah, and stop. And it, it, the thing is, we're only Blessing halfway through. Disguise, yeah, we're so. only halfway through right now too. So anything could happen. We're not talking about reapplying as, and this is a guarantee. Yeah, it's simply a possible reality, and that's okay. This is what you want to do. If this is, you want to be a physician, it's going to be hard. There is no straight shot to anything. There is no straight shot to anything. Like I said, the one failure, the only failure is doing nothing and giving up. Unless you're not dead, as long as you're not dead, you haven't failed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. As long as you keep trying and you keep putting the effort in, and you keep dusting yourself up, getting up and striking back, you haven't failed. It was simply an attempt. Life is about attempts. Through these attempts is where you find yourself. Through these attempts are where all the beauties of life are. Humor, humility, love, heart. That's where it comes from. Not through easy times, the hard times, the striking, the climbing of the hills, not the gliding down. That's not where all that comes from. That's not where you learn yourself. But it's through those challenges where you learn who you are. So it's normal. It's natural. Get up, dust yourself off, keep going forward. Also, another note on reapplying, um, imagine all those untraditional students who literally uh, are changing their careers, taking the biggest risk of all like years down the road, you know, like imagine how scary that must feel. And uh, it just kind of helps per- puts things into perspective, you know, cause uh, we're still like pretty young. We have that fortune of having that time ahead of us, but there's always, you know, difficulties that people mm-hmm. face. So it just kind of helps to like humble yourself too and know that it's okay because it's not just you. Mm-hmm. And there's people who have it harder. Oh, absolutely. You. So kind of going off that, your problems are really as big as you make them yeah. in reality. Mm-hmm. There's this good quote that, you know, somebody has told me. And it's simply, it's about burnout and stress essentially. Develop an interest in life as you see it. The people, literature, music. The world is so rich simply throbbing with rich treasures, beautiful souls, and interesting people. Forget yourself. And it's a quote by Henry Miller. And the, po- the point of that quote is simply, get out of your head. Your problem is really only as big as you make it. Become obsessed with being alive, being here, being now. There's so many things to do, so many beautiful people to talk with, and interesting souls to touch with, so many great experiences to be had. We're alive. We're lucky to be alive. This problem that you think is the whole world, it's not the whole Mm. world. Everybody around you has lives as complicated as yours. So really, you just have to get out of your head. It's okay. It's okay to have problems. It's okay to hit hurdles. That's life. It's a guarantee of life. You have to dust yourself off and keep going forward. You have to pick option two. Again, your ego might not let you see it because it hurts. When you fall... It stings, and that sting clouds your judgment. But you have to know that there is always option two. Doing nothing is a choice. Being sorrowful and just pitying the world and pitying yourself is a choice. You have to do your best to detach from that and keep pushing forward. It's the only way to get out of that. Yeah, and uh, I want to talk more about what Rafi said, you know. If you're waiting on those decisions, <clears throat> you haven't heard anything back, you haven't gotten it, you know, you're still doing your part in trying to improve your application just in case you never know if you have to reapply. But, you know, while that wait, go 
take just like Rafi said, take that energy and put into something else. Put into another one of your goals that you want to get. Another one of your goals that you want to make, whether it be personal, professional, just anything, whatever you wanted to do, put that energy into that and improve yourself that way. Just do just, something positive. Yeah. And there's another quote that I'm pulling out these quotes because these are things that I've read recently. And it's a uh, yeah, these are already saved. <laughs> these are um this is from a famous Armenian author, actually, William Sadoyan. 1939 and it basically says in the time of your life live so that in the wondrous time you shall not add to the misery and sorrow of the world but shall smile to the infinite delight and mystery of it and what that's saying is look life's hard don't contribute to the more to the hardness essentially to the difficulty don't contribute to making this place worse even though if you're going through the worst times of your life do your best to get up and do something positive Make it a positive environment around you to the best of your ability. Keep pushing out kindness and love and positivity. You know, I really believe in paying it forward. The world will pay you back. But you have to just make this place, your little corner of the world, you know, as good as possible in a sense, as positive as possible. Put that energy in and throw it in there. Make that your life school. I mean, that's why we want to be doctors, right? We want to touch people's lives. Mm -hmm. It's the cliche answer, but it's true. We want to make this place better than it was, than the way when we found it. Essentially, that is the core of being a doctor. It's the minimal core, you know. So don't forget that. Don't lose sight of that. Even if you're going through the cycle, you haven't heard back, and you don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. You don't know if you have to reapply. Maybe that's a reality. Maybe that's not. Or maybe you're in med school already, and you're going through the hell weeks of medical school. Or you're a resident and you haven't slept normally for days. You have to do your best to detach and remember that at its core, why were we doing this at its core, that it's going to be difficult and you have to pick option two and keep going forward. And also for, you know, those kids that are still a pre-med, they're still, maybe you're still in high school, you're in uh, undergrad, first, second, third, fourth year, whatever it is, and you don't, you think, oh, you know, if I can't do this, if I can't go through a biochem class how in the world am i going to be able to become a doctor and get into medical school you no matter what it's still possible if that's what you want to do and you put in the work you're going to get to where you want to go absolutely it's just about how much you're willing to put in that's it and if you were able sorry if you were able to get through all that you know all those tough classes you were able you know you're going to be able to do the same thing things always work out in the end during those times that you thought, oh, man, this is the worst class ever. And then, you know, you made it through and you got through it. Same thing's going to happen now. So just keep that in mind, too. Keep putting the work. So we talk about kind of strategies, too, in a sense, you know, talking with people, talking with yourself, even writing, reading is another big one. Reading mm -hmm. the lives of those who came before your you know, ancestors, people who are much wiser than us. You know, what, how, they went through hell or all of our ancestors went through hell in one way or another difficult times, difficult moments. How do they get through it? Read. Read from people much wiser than you. Learn from people much wiser than you. We have to do it all the time because there's so much knowledge in the world to be had. We're all live, living this human experience. Each one is so different. There's a lot we can all learn from each other. So read. Read and write. And I think another big one, um, at least me personally, is you know exercise. For me, it's always been um, whenever I'm going through something that's mentally very challenging, I like to take that energy and put it into like a physical 
you know, kind of effort in a sense. Mm-hmm. And putting that physical work in somehow gives you this clear-mindedness that it's otherwise unattainable in a sense. Because when you work out, you're putting your body through something very difficult. If you do something difficult every single day, from a mental aspect, life just seems to become easier. Because it's like, hey, I already started the day off. I already got in a really difficult workout in. <laughs> Everything else seems so easy in comparison. Exactly. It's very weird, you but that's the way it feels. Discipline too. You build out that discipline, essentially. And as you're working out, it's almost medit- It's like you're meditating in a sense. You're completely detached from yourself. You're in the moment. You're just working. You're putting your body through a challenge. And you're working. You're breaking down the barriers inside your head, telling you to stop, telling you to quit, telling you to f- stop, just forget it. It's not worth it. And you're doing it in any- anyways. And you're essentially building up those, what are they called? The calluses mm-hmm. in your head that make you tougher and stronger and more clear-minded. And whenever you do go through those mentally challenging moments, you'll have the discipline, the callus, the strength, and the wisdom, in a sense, to be able to face it with the best and the clearest mind. So that's another big thing that I personally do. Work out. Work out in the mornings. Work out in the afternoons. Just work out in general. It's great. It's very important to take care of yourself. I think that's one thing I need to do a better job on. When things get really difficult, things get really hard, I tend to just throw that out the window and just focus on whatever's that task that is I'm dealing with and not kind of putting a blind eye to eating right and exercising well even though I think eating right is a big thing that I struggle with too especially during uh, stressful times stress eating is real for sure yeah absolutely um and yeah so I'm kind of like working on slowly like fixing that uh especially before like med school starts yeah it's one of my big goals just fix my patterns that are like not the best especially like my eating and exercise habits so you know when i start school i won't have to be trying to fix that and get acclimated to how school is you know absolutely so that's something that's a big goal of mine for this year so yeah i mean those are all very good techniques you know there's plenty of people i know who also meditate again it's a form of detaching from the moment from your feelings these are all things that you can do. And this is definitely a very big topic, and it's difficult to cover every single thing. But guys, reach out to somebody. Reach out to us. If you're going through it, it's normal. It's natural. Mm-hmm. It's part of life. It's part of the process, especially for medical school. So take it easy, everybody. We're going to wrap this episode up. This is something we'll touch on again very soon for sure because it is a very important topic that affects every single applicant and every single person, period. You know? Um Love you guys. (laughs) Thank you for following us with this episode. And, you know, reach out. Reach out if you guys have any questions or concerns or need some help with dealing with that unknown. Yeah. Yeah, Uh, Medsters. We'll see you soon. And we hope to bring a lot of new content. Toodles. Some new things in the works. Peace. Surprise. (laughs) 